shadow, mysterious character who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. The shadow uses his hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the unseen voice of a shadow belongs. Today's story, The Stockings Were Hung. This is a story of Christmas time in a great city. Tonight, with Margot Lane and Lamont Cranston, we look in on the lives of the Grover family. Get out of here, get out! You'll not get a cent to pay for me, Mr. Grover. Simon Jordan, you know my wife's dead and I have two children. And it's Christmas. I've got get to... Out. Get out before I... It's Christmas time in a great city. As our scene opens, we find Margot and Lamont coming down on the elevator from Margot's apartment. Yeah, here's where we get out, Margot. Where now? Over to the club, Lamont, to pick up a Christmas basket of food to deliver. Good. Oh, look, Lamont, it's snowing. What do you think of mm. that? I want to stop the corner and see my friend Spike. Spike? Yes, Spike Grover. He's a newsboy. Yeah, he's on the paper. Oh. Yeah, this Spike on the corner. Busy little man, isn't he? I wish him five dollars for Christmas. In spite of all you've said about organized charity, giving one isolated newsboy five dollars. Oh, but Lamont, this is different. I should say it is different. It isn't even spice. Paper, mister, paper. Uh, yes, the young lady would like a paper to cover her new hat. <laughs> if you can call that Christmas tree ornament a hat. Where's Spike Grover? Ah, uh, Spike's got family trouble. He's a pal of mine, Spike. He tells me everything. He knows I can keep a secret. Family trouble? Well, it's very confidential. You see, Spike and his sister Jane, you see, they haven't got any mother. They only got a father. And you see, I don't tell anybody, but Spike's grandfather owned the Grover Importing Company. Uh, whoa, whoa, a... wait, wait a minute. You're way ahead of me. Now, look. Spike's grandfather owned the Grover importing business, and Spike's name is Grover. So Spike and his father should own the Grover importing business, and, well, it seems there's a fellow named Jordan works for Spike's grandfather. And the way I figure it, this fellow Jordan put the snatch on the whole business. Did what? Lady, you wouldn't understand. I was just telling this gentleman here, as far as I can figure, this old miser named Jordan steals the whole business right out from under Spike's father's nose. So a couple of days ago, Jordan fired Spike's father from his own business, mind you. Ain't that awful? But where is Spike? And where's his father? Lady, if I knew that, I'd tell Spike. Well, where does he live? He lives in the old house down on South and 7th Street. Uh, what's your name, son? They call me Gabby. But you know, I could never figure out why. <laughs> no? <laughs> well, uh, uh, Gabby, uh, here's a Christmas present for you. Oh, thanks. Gee, thanks, mister. Merry Christmas, Gabby. And the same to you, lady. Bye. Well, you go over to your club and pick up the Christmas basket, Margot. I think I'll go down and see Spike and family. I'll pick you up at the club, Margot. A cab? You want a cab, mister? You want a cab? Yes. Hey, take me to South and 7th Street, please. South and 7th Street, yes. South and 7th Street. Thanks. Oh, uh, by the way, I want to stop at a pet shop on the way. Do you know a good one nearby? Well, I don't know where that is. There's one. Oh, yeah, I do know where there's one on the next block, that is. Well, that's where we're going, then. <laughs> oh, driver... Are you, uh, busy tonight? Yeah, yeah, I gotta drive this cab. Ain't it awful, ain't it? <laughs> that's what I mean, that's what I... <laughs> now you've got me doing it. Doing what? Uh, hiring the cab for tonight. You mean it? Sure. Gee, Santa Claus. I didn't know you were out them whiskers. <laughs> that's a joke. It is a pet shop, mister. There it is. Well, that's fine. Thanks. Uh, what's your name? Louis. Well, come on, Louis. Let's buy a pup. 
Buy a pup, huh? Buy a pup, oh boy. Hey, the red one in the window? Sold, Louis, sold. Oh, that's a cute pup. That's a cute pup, all right. Uh, how much is the red set of pup in the window? Oh, that's a very fine animal. Uh, $35. Fine, wrap it up. I... I beg your pardon? Put it in the cardboard carton with some holes in it. We'll take it with us. Very good, sir. Well, now, Louis, you'll take the pup in front, see? It's a surprise for a young lady we'll pick up later. She mustn't know about it. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Say, but suppose it's against the bark of wine or something. Well, if she has what it is, you just tell her a, a box of books. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's smart. That's a... But wait a minute. What kind of books am I going to say if it starts to bark? Oh, that's easy. You just call for sneeze. Believe me, mister, if you didn't want this hack for the evening, I'd tell you it sounds a little screwy to me, I tell you. Hey, here's your dog, sir. Fine animal indeed. Louis, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sneeze. Huh? Sneeze. Oh. <laughs> 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 Isn't that? <laughs> Thanks. Great, Louis, great. Take the box of books now. We're off to South and Seventh Street. <laughs> be very mad if I didn't make these cookies just perfect for Daddy. Let me see. Here it is. Mother's recipe for Christmas cookies. One and a quarter cups of flour. I've got that. One and a half teaspoons of vanilla. Maybe nobody would know it if there's no vanilla in them. One third cup of sugar. One egg. And one half cup of butter. One half cup of butter. I haven't even got half of a half a cup of butter. Oh, I wanted so much to surprise Daddy. Well, that's no way to feel on Christmas Eve. What's the matter, Jamie? I haven't got hardly any butter. Well, we'll take care of that in a minute, Jamie. But I came here looking for your brother Kingsley. But I don't know where my brother is because he's looking for my father. And I don't know where my father is. Daddy hasn't been home for two whole days. No, easy, Jamie. Well, Kingsley says Daddy will be home for Christmas. I'm sure he will. But now Kingsley's gone. I haven't any butter and Mother always makes such good Christmas cookies. Well, now look, Jamie. I think this will give you all the butter you want and anything else you might need for your Christmas cookies. Oh, it's five dollars. You can't expect me to find your father and Kingsley if you don't have Christmas cookies ready for them when they come home. Will you really bring them home? I'll try, Jeannie. I'll try. Hey, hey, is this where we picked the young lady up? Yes, Louie. And don't forget... That's a box of books you have in front and not a dog. And don't forget, if he barks, you sneeze. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, there's Miss Lane now. Oh, Margot. Been waiting long? Oh, no, no, Lamont. Whew, I just piled the snow on my best hat so I look like the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's good sight. Did you deliver your last basket? Uh, yes. What's that package you have in front, driver? Oh, I got a... <laughs> yes, uh, a box of books. I got a box of books. Oh, Oh, I thought you'd never get here. The South and 7th Street, Louie. Uh, that's Spike's house, Margo. Uh, you wait here, Louie. Yeah, sure, boss. Sure, sure. Uh, Margo, this is Spike's house. Let's go in and see Jenny. Oh, good. I want to meet her. Let's go, let's go. 
gone a long time, Mr. Cranston. The police find them? They'll get him soon, Spike. Don't be impatient now. No, I won't be impatient. Say, would it be bad if you and Miss Lane went into the other room for a minute? I want to talk to my sister. Do you mind? No, of course not, Spike. Come on with me, Lamar. Right, Remember right, be a second. Take your time, Spike. Look at Jamie. We'll find him in time for Christmas. Still, the search for Spike's father goes on. The machine of the police looking, looking everywhere. Hours pass, and no word. Now we find Kingsley going up to old Mr. Jordan's office. Mr. Jordan! Who is it? Ah. Oh, it's you, is it? Get out of here. Please tell me where my father is. I don't know where that thief and father of yours is if I did. He's not a thief. If anybody's a thief, you are. You shut your lying, dirty mouth. You stole my father's business. He should be here, not you. I'll flash you within an inch of your life, you little gutter snipe. Where are you? 
I can hear your voice. Of course you can hear my voice, Simon Jordan. But you can't see me. I'm in the shadows. The shadows of your mind. Go away. Go away from me. I thought you might be lonely. Oh, no, I'm not going away. I came to ask you about the Grovers. Hey, What do you know about the Grovers? Enough, Simon Jordan. Enough to know that your altered books would not fool the Supreme Court. Hey, You're... You're not a spirit, are you? In a sense, yes. I try to represent the spirit of honesty and justice. And when Simon Jordan beats a child with his cane, steals from the father of that child like a low, sneaking thief, then I must talk to Simon Jordan. I'm not a thief. No. I should not disgrace thieves by calling you one of them. Hey. You're a man too mean to be a thief, Jordan. Yeah. What do you want from this world? None of your business what I want. I'll tell you. You want money. Nothing but money. I feel sorry for you, Simon. Oh. I'm going to go now. But I want to leave one thought with you. Eh? You're an old man. You don't have much longer to live. What? All your life's work is your money. It's rather an empty victory, isn't it? You're alone in the world. Your money doesn't do anyone any good, Simon Jordan. Eh? But you can rest easy in your shriveled soul because the growers will be taken care of. The shadow will take care of them. The shadow? There they are, Louis. Stop here. Margot, Spike! Up. We're beginning to worry, too. How are things down at the police station? Well, not much news yet, Spice. But they've got a couple of leads that might amount to something. That's good. Are you pretty near the end of your Christmas Eve walk, Spice? We've got one more stop. Pop and me always stopped in here at the cathedral, you know, just to get out of the cold for a minute. You don't have to be afraid. They'll let you in. If you take it, they will, Spice. Up these steps. Come on, I didn't know there were as many windows in town. I'm dead. I've got a list of presents as long as... Oh, your arm. Don't slip, Miss Lane. I hope you've got a preferred list. Oh, I have. Here, in here. Why, the door's heavy. We can stand back here and listen. All right, Spike. Look, Lamont, that poor man over in the corner. Yes. Mr. Cranston, he's my dad. What? He's my dad. Teddy, dad, speak to me. Speak to me. Well, you won't speak to me. Mr. Grover. Hmm? Mr. Grover, this is your son. Don't you know him? Yes. I can't remember, Margo. This man has been hurt. Let's get him outside, Lamar. Do you remember your name, sir? Gee, there's something wrong with him. My name? You must try to remember. Truck. Skilling. Hit me. Oh. Why did you come to the cathedral tonight? It's uh, Christmas Eve. Always come here. Who is we? I... I can't remember. Emily, Miss Lane leaves some packages with you? Did she leave some packages? Did she leave some? She dumped them in the back of the hack and went to the kids. He, uh, Spike, I mean, was talking all the way down about your father's old man. Is that the kid's old man with you? Yes, he's in pretty good shape now. Oh, gee, that's the nuts. That's me is. Now, Louie, don't forget to bring in those packages when I call you. All right, now, Mr. Grover. Just lean on me. You're still a little bit shaky. Yeah, I know it. Now, watch this, Dan. I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, you're fine now. 
Christmas children. Daddy! Oh. How is the lady of the house? to create the word. In this short span, we call our lives as each man would only realize that every other man has dreams and hopes. This world wouldn't be a topsy-turvy place. Then peace on earth would be a fact. Goodwill would be for every man. Oh! <laughs> Is that you, Louis? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Cranston. Have you got a call? Uh-uh. A box of books. box of books? You brought that inside. Yeah, yeah, but this is another one. Another one? Yeah, another one. It's for you, Miss Lane. You mean it's another puppy? Yeah, it's my own idea. You see, when I went by the pet shop, and, and the other pup's brother was in the window, so I went in and I pet him on the head. You know what he done, Mr. Cranston? No. He bit my finger. Oh, he's a god. So, so I had to go and get him for Miss Lane. And I charged him to you, I did. Aunt? Yes, Marco? I'd like to say something. Well, certainly. What do you want to say? Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you, Margot and Lamont. Today's program is based on a story copyrighted by The Shadow Magazine. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The Shadow Magazine is on sale at your local newsstand.
<laughs> if you're ready to lose weight, Noom Weight can help. Our weight loss program uses the latest in psychology and behavioral science to help you understand your relationship with food and build long-lasting habits. And the best part is, you decide how Noom fits into your life. We won't tell you what you can or can't eat. Instead, we'll give you the knowledge and tools you need to make informed choices that fit your lifestyle. Start your trial at noom.com/balance. That's n o o m.com/balance.